so dynamic, so magnetic, so effervescent, so full of energy and vitality. Is it Herman? No. Is it Sherman? No. Is it Eddie? Is it Freddie? Oh, no, no, no. Is it Hart? Is it Schaffner? Is it March, perhaps? Oh, you'll never, never guess it. Don't snap your cap. It's just Miss Judy Garland. Here's the little gal who's earned a number one priority in your pinup department, both in your barracks wall and in your heart, Judy Garland. Clang, clang, clang went the trolley. Ding, ding, ding went the bell. Zing, zing, zing went my heart strings. From the moment I saw him, I fell. But anyway, that's enough on that episode. We'll go to the, we'll go to the next one. But uh, um, so so the the second episode is um again this time this time there's uh judy's back on and mm-hmm. I-, I love the way in these episodes they always say oh we're having judy back for another week and make a big deal of it and things but when you look we know they were all done on the same day uh mm-hmm. all three of them the three episodes she's in were done recorded on the exact same day um it was uh you know, six weeks earlier or something than they were aired or, or a little less than that, maybe a month earlier. Anyway, um, so they do all three episodes and uh, this one, the, the focus of the dialogue piece anyway, is on the secretary thing. And maybe Mindy can bring us up to speed on that with the, <laughs> what that's about. Actually, I would love to because uh, I, they were, I guess this is a real thing. They did a national poll of uh, office workers of who they would most like to transcribe because that was such a big part of secretarial work back then. And uh, then Crosby won because he would have the most pleasing voice to listen to and transcribe. I used to transcribe online. There's still transcriptionist jobs out there. (laughs) Um, I did it for years. And when they said that, I just started laughing because I'm like, actually, yeah, that would be perfect because a lot of people aren't trained to talk in a very even speed and so but he is and yeah he would be perfect to translate so somebody who's very smooth oh yeah because so, yeah. you you can get to a point where you're kind of typing without really thinking about it and you go a lot faster but if you have anybody who talks really fast and then they stop and then they um well um and you sit there and you wait and you wait and wait and then they start talking about like oh my gosh it's just annoying he wouldn't do that he would be perfect yes so yes. yeah so Decades later, I, I would vote for Bing Crosby. Well, and I've done that before with the computer dictation where you're talking to the computer and it's typing what you're saying, and then you forget what you want to say, and so you're like, um, well, I, and then mm-hmm. says, oh, well, I, and you're like, no, no, stop, and then it, it won't stop, it keeps going. Like, no, no, I, I mean, no, do this, what are you yeah. doing? Stop it. Great, great. <laughs> and it just keeps typing everything you're saying. Yeah. You're like, Oh. The four-letter words start, and you're just like, oh, okay, wait. Whenever I use something like that, I always end up spending more time editing the thing than I would have just to yes. type it from the beginning. So it's hardly worth my time. That's true. Well, and actually, they the software or the website I was on, they were testing out um, that kind of auto-dictation software, yeah. and you could take these projects where they were saying, oh, no, it's easy money. No, it ain't, because you got to <laughs> go back through everything. Yeah. And it's just you're constantly moving and changing and and versus just straight typing where you're just editing as you go. And it's a lot quicker and (laughs) cleaning up an auto dictated uh, transcript is really tedious. (laughs) Takes forever. Well, and then, so they take this concept and then uh, Judy uh, 
becomes his place as secretary, correct? And and they have yeah. a little skit about that, which is kind of cute. So I like it is that. cute. She's sassy. Yeah, <laughs> and 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 I can't remember if if she'd done this before or if they brought it from somewhere else, but. I seem to remember it, but I don't a hundred percent. So I, I don't know. This could be fresh or it could be a redo of, of a skit that they did sometime earlier. But Good I point, because I don't remember the transcription as part. They may have done the skit part, but I okay. I think the skit references the, the yeah, poll yeah. that he wins. So I don't know. yeah, I don't think that's yeah, that might be new. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. And uh of the episodes, I think I like the first one the best maybe and then this, yeah. this second one probably second best and then we'll get into the third one uh, anything else you want to say about the second one before you get to the third one or no i think that's fair the hierarchy you just laid out is fair okay. <laughs> it's it's a cute episode but it's not as good as the first yeah today smokers all over the country are changing to chesterfield the first and only cigarette to name all its ingredients chesterfield tells you what it's made of so you'll know what gives you the best possible smoke. Sound off, sound off, sound off for Chesterfield. Much milder with a better taste and no unpleasant aftertaste. Chesterfield's the one to buy. Millions say they satisfy. Sound off for Chesterfield. Sound off for Chesterfield. Try a pack of Chesterfields and do it today. Someone waits for me. This is Ken Carpenter. Welcome you to the Bing Crosby Show for Chesterfield. Produced and transcribed in Hollywood with John Scott Trotter and his orchestra, Judd Collins of the Mayors, and Bing's guest, Miss Judy Garland. Gentlemen, word has just been received from National Sales Executives Incorporated that Bing Crosby has been selected as the Super Salesman of the Year. So here he is putting his foot in the door, S.S. Bing Crosby. <laughs> All right, Ken. Yes, sir, that's me. Well, uh, tell me, uh, what does it take to be a good salesman? Courage, a good strong index finger for doorbells, a convincing sales talk, and chlorophyll. Oh, that's <laughs> Well, I, I still can't figure out why the national sales executives picked you as a super salesman. Oh, I don't see why you should be baffled, Ken. It's because of the super job I'm doing selling Chesterfield. That's true. And what about Minute Maid? Oh, that too. But I always did have a knack for selling, Ken. Did really, you? I did. Even when I had my paper route up in Spokane. Oh, did you have a paper route? I was the top boy in town. Were you? I used to ride my bicycle no hands and really toss those papers. You know, my three best shots were in the bushes, on the roof, and under the porch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I excelled in those. Well, you started out as a salesman pretty young then, I didn't sure you? I sure did. In the first year, I won the Paper Boys Award. Wonderful. Yes, sir. It was a gold bicycle clip engraved with the words, May your bell-bottom pants never get caught in a sprocket. <laughs> you must have been very industrious. I was a regular beaver. Every day after school, I'd hop on my bike and deliver the morning papers. 
Hey, that doesn't sound like very good service. You mean people didn't get their morning papers till afternoon? Well, in Spokane, Ken, nothing ever happened in the morning that couldn't keep till the afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard of towns like that. Peoria, Illinois-like, yeah. huh? <laughs> Say, Ken, I think I better get along to the opening selection. This is called Am I in Love? It's from Mr. Hope's new picture, The Son of Paleface. <laughs> Am I in love? Am I in love? Well, I really wish I knew. All I know is I want to sigh when you're standing near. I get a humpty dumpty feeling. All I know is I want to sigh like I've never sighed before. Never before. Now, when you're in love, they say you can tell you're sick in the heart and you never get well. Maybe they're right. I wish that I knew why I feel the way I do. Am I in love? Am I in love? Am I in love? Am I in love? Well, I leave it up to you. All I know is I want to dance when I look at you. I get a tippy-tappy feeling. All I know is I want to dance like I've never danced before. My head's in a whirl, my heart's in a spin. And if I'm in love, I gotta love what I'm in. I don't know why I'm feeling this way, but the feeling feels okay. Are you in love? Am I in love? Are you in love? Am I in love? What do you say? Oh, well, I really couldn't say. All I know is I want to sing when you smile at me. I get a la-di-da-di feeling. All I know is I want to sing like I've never sung before. Am I in love? Am I in love? Am I in love? Am I in love? Well, I leave it up to you. Now, friends, to show you why Chesterfield gives you the best possible smoke, we've named all our ingredients, and we're the first and only cigarette to do so. These ingredients are what make Chesterfields much milder with an extraordinarily good taste, and most important, no unpleasant aftertaste. And here they are for every smoker to hear and remember. The right combination of the world's best tobaccos, pre-tested by laboratory instruments for the most desirable smoking qualities. And Chesterfields are kept tasty and fresh with tried and tested moistening agents, costly glycerol and pure sugars, which are natural to tobacco, nothing else. These have been proved entirely safe for use in the mouth. And your Chesterfield is wrapped in cigarette paper of the highest purity. Folks, those are the proven ingredients to give you the best possible smoke, so you can see why we're glad to name them. Ask your dealer for Chesterfields today. Guest time now, ladies and gentlemen, and honoring us with their second visit in as many weeks is show business's sensation, one of the most exciting headliners of all time. Here, then, is one of the youngest old-timers in the business, the whole country's best girl, Miss Judy Garland.
Thank you very much. Thank you, Bing. Judy, it's great to have you back with us. What song are you going to tee off with tonight, huh? Oh, what would you like, Bing? Oh, you know the one I'd like. I'm sure everyone here concurs, too. It's a great song for you. <laughs> Rockabye, you baby, with a rockabye. They love <laughs> Dixie Melody? Yes, with a All rockabye. right, this is for yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> Rockabye, your baby with a Dixie melody. When you croon, croon a tune from the heart of Dixie. Just hang my cradle, mammy mine. Right on that Mason Dixon line and swing it from Virginia to Tennessee with all the love that's in you. Weep no more, my lady, sing that song again. For me, sing all black joy, just as all you had me on your knee. A million baby kisses I'll deliver if you will only sing that Swanee River rockabye. Rock-a-bye, baby, with a Dixie melody. Oh, weep no more, my lady. Sing that song again for me. Sing all black joy, just the song you A million baby kisses I'll deliver If you will only play that Swanee River Rock-a-bye, your rock-a-bye baby Spilling, Judy. Gee, that was a beauty. Thank you. Good Say, Bing, I, I have some big news concerning you. Me? What is it? Well, this is wonderful. I'm afraid it might turn your head. Oh, out with it. What's the news? Well, next week is National Secretaries Week, and the secretaries of the country have selected you as the radio star the secretaries would most like to take dictation from because of your soft, melodious voice and impeccable diction. Uh, uh, what, what was that again, lady? <laughs> <laughs> Myself up with 
because these secretaries have selected you as the ideal boss because of your soft, melodious voice and your impeccable diction. Oh, because of my soft, melodious voice, eh? Well, don't overdo it. Who else? Who else did the secretaries vote for in the soft, melodious categories? Tallulah Bankhead came in second. <laughs> Who was third, Andy Devine? <laughs> Yes, and a lion from Quo Vadis was fourth. <laughs> Don't you go knocking my award now, Judy, just to show the secretaries of the country that I appreciate their honoring me. Next week, every secretary in the country can take the whole week off. Oh, Bing, well, <laughs> that would be oh, awful. That oh, would paralyze industry, throw the whole country into confusion. A little more confusion would hurt? <laughs> <laughs> I'm afraid so. Oh, I think I should do something for the office girls in as much as they were so nice to me, Judy. Oh, Bing, I just had a horrible thought. What's that? I wonder if your secretary voted for you. Well, if she didn't, I'm going to put gum in her backspacer. Everybody thinks you're such a doll, but I bet you're no rose to work for. I'm the essence of sweetness and light and mm. consideration. Mm. Not to mention my soft, melodious voice and my impeccable... <laughs> My impeccable diction. <laughs> well, we'll find out. I'll tell you what. I'll play the part of your secretary, Betty Eastman, mm -hmm. and we'll give the folks an idea of what a typical day at your office is like. Okay. All right, then I'll play your secretary. You play the part of Bing Crosby. An actor's dream. <laughs> uh, you, you're going to have to step outside because we're going to start early in the morning at your office before you arrive. Oh, all right. You commence, Judy, and I'll join you on cue. All right. Hello, Bing Crosby's office, star of screen, radio, and fighting desperately to keep out of television. <laughs> What's that? You want to know about the Crosby Foundation? I think he wears scotch tape and a waist cincher. <laughs> You're welcome. Bye. I better get the boss's mail ready. He wishes he could sing it that good. <laughs> I think I hear him coming now. Good morning, beauty. Good morning, beast. <laughs> well, that's a fine way to start the day. What's the matter with you? You know, everyone thinks you're such a doll, but you're no rose to work for, believe me. Well, the oh. fellow... <laughs> uh, now, now, temper, temper. Oh, uh, well, you're not the only actor in Hollywood, you know. I've had an offer to go to work for Bob Hope. I don't think you're fast enough. What do you mean, not fast enough? I take 200 words a minute. I mean on your feet. <laughs> I wouldn't mind if he caught me. <laughs> Say, Mr. Crosby, does Mr. Hope have a lot of money? Does he have money? He's loaded. That boy is... He's the heel of fortune. That boy. <laughs> uh, very funny. Now, let's see. What's first? Do you have any messages for me? Yes. Johnny Ray called and wanted you to sing at his wedding. Why? Why? <laughs> Why would he want me? Well, he's tired of crying over his own voice. <laughs> Very funny. Now open those big doors and have my brother Everett drive in the truck with my fan mail. <laughs> oh, <you> dreamer. <laughs> what do you mean, dreamer? Here's your fan mail. One postcard from Australia. Oh, yes. I... <laughs> I'm still very big down under, you know. Well, don't just sit there. Do something about it. <laughs> well, now, let's get to work here. Now, read me my schedule for today. What do I do? I have it right here. From 9 till noon, you have nothing planned. Mm -hmm. And uh, then lunch from 12 to 2. 
mm-hmm. your afternoon nap from 2 to 4. And after your relaxation period, you go home at 4.30. Oh. <laughs> Cancel all that. There's too much to squeeze in on a busy day. <laughs> now get your pencil, please. I want to dictate. Okay, you dictator. Never mind. <laughs> Hello, Bing Crosby's office. Star of screen, radio, and very big down under. <laughs> Charlie. What, Charlie? I better hang up now, Charlie. The sniper's here. Bye, Charlie. Now, will you please take this letter? Well, if you insist. Well, for your information, the National Secretary's Council voted me the man they'd most like to take dictation from. I voted for Tallulah. (laughs) Well, you can think about that while you're picking the gum out of your backspace. Now, come on, please take this letter. Okay, shoot. Smith and Smith. Smith and who? Smith. I have Smith. What was the last name? Smith. I thought that was the first name. It's Smith and Smith. Oh, two Smiths. Yes. Hmm? All right, got it now. Read it back to me. Don't be so suspicious. (laughs) Now, let's see. Oh, yes. Smith and Smythe. Smith and Smythe. (laughs) Sounds more classy. Just put down Smith and Smith. Oh, all right. Smith and Smith. Uh, Gentlemen. I used to go with a fellow named Smith. Believe me, he was no gentleman. (laughs) Don't tell me your troubles. He was no trouble. He was just no gentleman. <laughs> Will you please take this letter? Let's not forget our soft, melodious voice, <laughs> shall we? Very well. Smith and Smith, gentlemen. Sorry, 12 o'clock lunch. <laughs> just a minute now. No lunch till we sing a song. I must vocalize, you know. What do you say we blend on that old favorite for me and my gal? Okay, boss. Who starts You it? start with a ding-dong, and I'll be along shortly. <laughs> Here we go. Ding dong, ding dong, do you hear the bells go ding dong? Do you know, do you know why they're ringing? I know, I don't know why they're ringing. Well, you're gonna get a big surprise, cause I'm gonna put you wise. The bells are ringing for me and my gal. The birds are singing. For me and my gal Everybody's been knowing To a wedding they're going And for weeks they've been sewing Every Susie and Sal They're congregating For me and my gal The parson's waiting For me and my gal Sometime we're gonna build a little home for two or three or four or more in Loveland for me and my gal. The bells are ringing, ringing for me and my gal. The birds are singing for me and my gal. Everybody's been knowing. To a wedding they're going And for weeks they've been sewing They've been sewing something old And something new so Something that is blue so They can make a trousseau for my gal They're congregating for me and my gal Look here now That's the parson waiting for me and my gal And sometime we're gonna build a little home for two 
or three or four or five or maybe more <laughs> love for me and my guy <laughs> Julie, while we're rolling here, let's give the folks a little touch of springtime with April in Paris. Ooh, but this is May. Uh, May is even better in Paris. Gets a little hot in June. You play your cards right, it can be a little hot in December, too. <laughs> <laughs> you must know someone with a fireplace. I usually bring my own wood. <laughs> Shall we then, Judy? All right. I just slipped into it, just like we were cured. <laughs> April in Paris. Chestnuts in blossom. Holiday tables under the trees April in Paris This is a feeling No one can ever Never knew the charm of spring Never met it face to face I never knew my heart could sing Never missed a warm embrace Till April in Paris Whom shall I run to? What have you done to my heart? Well, I'd like to be there right now. <laughs> Wouldn't that be nice, sitting at one of those sidewalk cafes, watching people from all over the world, strolling down the boulevard, as I sit there sipping on Lee Coca-Cola, <laughs> says here, without a disturbing thought in my mind, without a worry in the world. Say, Bing, I sure be happy when I gets back home. You will, ma'am? Yeah, I was, I'm longing for Caroline in the morning. Uh, you mean you're going to sing Caroline in the morning? Sure enough. Look at to be in Carolina in the morning. No one could be sweeter than my sweetie when I meet her in the morning. Where the morning glory twine around the door Oh, 
butterflies all flutter up and kiss each little buttercup at dawn. If I had Aladdin's lamp for only a day, I'd make a wish and here's what I'd say. Nothing could be finer than to be in Carolina in the morning. Strolling with my girly weather, dew is early in the morning. Butterflies all flutter up and kiss each little buttercup at dawn. get out of a cigarette just as much as the manufacturer puts into it. You get out of a Chesterfield a smoke that's much milder, with an extraordinarily good taste and no unpleasant aftertaste. That's because we put into Chesterfields only the ingredients that give you the best possible smoke. The world's best tobaccos, kept tasty and fresh by pure, costly moistening agents, a little sugar and some glycerol, and cigarette paper of the highest purity. These are the ingredients that give you the best possible smoke. Research backs that up. And Chesterfield Research Laboratories are the newest and the best in the business. And Bing, let's remind them that Chesterfields are made in the newest and most modern cigarette factories. Yes, sir, folks. You just figure it out for yourself. Now, the best ingredients backed up by the best manufacturer and the best research. That's what's in a Chesterfield for you. That's why every one of you should change to Chesterfield today. Say, Bing, I've been listening to you and Ken make the pitch. Makes a lot of sense, don't you think? Yes, and I just dashed off a little musical summary of it. Anyone care to join me? We'll all be delighted. Lead the way, Miss Judith. What's in the Chesterfield for you? Just listen, folks, and follow our cue. The best tobaccos money can buy, kept tasty and fresh, so they satisfy. The best tobaccos wrapped just right in cigarette paper, so pure and white. Our factories are the newest and best. Our research labs stop all the rest. Just add it all up, and when you do, you sound off for Chesterfield's too. Sound off for Chesterfield. Sound off for Chesterfield. Try a pack of Chesterfields and do it. Today!
walk alone Cause to tell you the truth I'll be lonely I don't mind being lonely When my heart tells me are lonely too I'll walk alone They'll ask me why And I'll tell them I'd rather There are dreams I must gather Dreams we fashion the night Tell me time I'll always be near you Wherever you are Each night in every prayer If you call I'll hear you No matter how far Just close your eyes And I'll be there Please walk alone And send your love And your kisses To guide me Till you're walking Beside me I'll walk Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. And now my thanks to Miss Judy Garland for again joining our jolly little group here this evening. We're glad to be here, Bing. Who's your candidate next week? Well, Judy, we've had a terrific write-in vote, and it looks like you're elected for next week, too. Oh, well, tell me more about the voting. Well, some were crazy for Kefauver, others were tantalized by Taft, a great many liked Dyke, but they all love Judy. Yeah, <laughs> she's a pretty good kid. <laughs> Obviously. We'll see you next week then, Judy. And meanwhile, friends, remember, Chesterfield names all its ingredients, so you'll know what makes Chesterfield much milder, with an extraordinarily good taste and, most important, no unpleasant aftertaste. The authority for that is a well-known research organization. So sound off for Chesterfield, friends. Ask your dealer for Chesterfields today. <laughs> The show presented by Chesterfield was produced and transcribed in Hollywood by Bill Morrow and Murdo McKenzie. Tune in next week and dear Bing and his guest, Miss Judy Garland. Miss Garland is currently appearing at the Curran Theater in San Francisco. (laughs) 